Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about age-related macular degeneration. And if you want to follow along with written notes on this topic, you can follow along at zerodefinals.com slash AMD or in the ophthalmology section of the Zero to Finals medicine book. So let's get straight into it. Age-related macular degeneration is a condition where there is degeneration in the macula at the back of the eye that causes a progressive deterioration in vision. In the UK, it's the most common cause of blindness. A key finding associated with macular degeneration is drusen, which is seen on fundoscopy. There are two types, wet age-related macular degeneration and dry age-related macular degeneration. So wet and dry, and about 90% of cases are dry and 10% of cases are wet. Wet age-related macular degeneration carries a worse prognosis. Let's talk a bit about the macula. Now the macula is made of four key layers. At the bottom, there's the choroid layer, which contains blood vessels that provide the blood supply to the macula. Above that layer is Brooks membrane. And above Brooks membrane, there is the retinal pigment epithelium. And then above that, there are the photoreceptors, which sense the light. Let's talk a bit about drusen, as these are a key feature of macular degeneration. Drusen are yellow deposits of proteins and lipids that appear between the retinal pigment epithelium and Brooks membrane. Some drusen in the macula can be normal, and normal drusen are small, usually less than 65 micrometers, and hard. Larger and greater numbers of drusen can be an early sign of macular degeneration, and they're common in both wet and dry AMD. Other features that are common in wet and dry AMD are atrophy of the retinal pigment epithelium and degeneration of the photoreceptors. In wet AMD, there is the development of new vessels which are growing from the choroid layer into the retina, and these vessels can leak fluid or blood and cause edema and more rapid loss of vision. And it's this edema which leads to the wet description of wet AMD. A key chemical that stimulates the development of new vessels is vascular endothelial growth factor, or VEGF. And this chemical is the target of medications that are used to treat wet AMD. So what are the risk factors? The key risk factors are older age, being a smoker, being white or Chinese ethnic origin, family history, and existing cardiovascular disease. So how do patients present? Well, there are some key visual changes to remember for spotting AMD in your exams. There's a gradually worsening central visual field loss. So patients lose their vision from the center of the visual field first. There'll also be a reduced visual acuity overall, and patients may describe crooked or wavy appearance to straight lines. Wet age-related macular degeneration tends to present more acutely, and it can present with a loss of vision over days and progress to full loss of vision over two to three years. And it often progresses to bilateral disease. If it affects one eye initially, it will spread to the other one. So how do we examine patients? Well, reduced visual acuity can be picked up with a Snellen chart. You can also test for a central scotoma, and a scotoma is a central patch of visual loss. There's something called an Amsler grid test, 
which is a chart made up of lots of little squares. And if a patient looks at it, they may see distortion of the squares and distortion of the straight lines. Fundoscopy can also be used to detect drusen, which are a key finding in age-related macular degeneration. Slip lamp biomicroscopic fundus examination by a specialist can be used to diagnose the AMD. Optical coherence tomography, or OCT, is a technique that's used to gain a cross-sectional view of the layers of the retina, and it can be used to diagnose wet AMD. Fluorescein angiography can also be used, which involves giving a fluorescein contrast and photographing the retina to look at in detail at the blood supply in the retina. It's used to reveal edema and also neovascularization, or new blood vessels that have developed. And it's used second line to diagnose wet AMD if OCT scans are not available or cannot exclude wet AMD. So how do we manage age-related macular degeneration? Well, all suspected cases need to be referred to an ophthalmologist for assessment and management. Dry AMD has no specific treatment. And management focuses on lifestyle changes that may be able to slow the progression of the disease, such as avoiding smoking, having good control of blood pressure, and also some vitamin supplementation has some evidence in slowing the progression. If a patient has wet AMD, there are treatments available for it, and this is with anti-VEGF medications. Remember we talked about vascular endothelial growth factor, which is involved in the development of new blood vessels in the retina, and medications such as ranibizumab, bevacizumab, and pegaptonib work by blocking VEGF and slowing the development of new blood vessels. And they're directly injected into the vitreous chamber of the eye once a month. And they slow and even reverse the progression of the disease. And they typically need to be started within three months for them to be beneficial. So there is a window of opportunity for starting treatment and halting the disease. So thanks for listening to this episode on age-related macular degeneration. A big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast. If you want written notes on this topic and all the other topics, head over to Amazon and pick up a copy of the Zero to Finals Medicine book. You can also pick up a copy of the Pediatrics book, which contains all the key facts and guidelines you need for your pediatric exams. You can also find everything as well as videos, illustrations and questions completely free on the Zero to Finals website at zerotofinals.com. And I hope you tune in to the next episode, which will be on diabetic retinopathy.